<laughs> Sorry, I didn't do a good job on that one. Let's just laugh. <laughs> the way for <forward> one. <laughs> All right. Now I'm going to do it. (laughs) Welcome back to the show. The eternal show. We're never going to die. We're going to live forever. We saw a movie and we listened to some tunes and we're going to talk about it today. Hey guys, <laughs> welcome back to Affable Idiots. It's so very affable. Such much idiota. Just the most idiota you could possibly have. Every we missed idiotas. you. <laughs> welcome back. Uh, hope you've just been having the best day of your life. Uh, today, we're going to talk about... Um, so Holden has put together a podcast. And by that... <laughs> A playlist. That's what we're doing right now. <laughs> this is a podcast. <laughs> it's a playlist of uh, some Muzak. Uh, and when we get there, I'm going to have him introduce it and tell you all about it. But we're going to talk yeah. about it. And then after that, we're going to jump on over to the movie theater next door and talk about El Camino. Wow. I guess well, it doesn't have to be in a movie theater. It did play in a few theaters, yeah. Well, it I played just, at the Alamo Draft House here in San Francisco. It, and it might have played somewhere here in Chicago. I watched it in my living room. Or den, Me too. Den, yeah, living room. But I, you know, I usually like to say, then we're going to jump on over to the room next door. But I was like, it's a movie. So I'm going to make it movie, you know? How about the movie room? The film den? The film den. To the film <laughs> den next door. Wow. <laughs> 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 That was, that was good. good. That was Thank good. Thank you. That was good. Thank you. You've got really great diaphragmatic control. Is that a, fi- a word? Diaphragmatic? Diaphragmatic is a word, yeah. Oh, that was so much better than when I said artistical geniusy. <laughs> <laughs> One time. <laughs> oh, artistic genius. Artistical genius. <laughs> I couldn't find it, so that's what I said. Oh, beautiful. All right, Holden. Oh, no, wait. Oh, I'm an idiot. Sorry, guys. I'm fighting a cold, and my brain's not with my body. <laughs> I'm Jesse Neal, <laughs> a.k.a. Right, on the ground, like, dangling. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I'm Jesse Neal, a.k.a. Sneezy Nose McStuffins. Over here, we've got Chad Michael Innes, Blue Balls McGillicuddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor soul. <laughs> I, 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 so the sweatshirt's blue. It just made me think that. Oh. It's seafoam. Blue is blue. <laughs> and over here, we've got Holden DePardo, a.k.a. He's the king. <laughs> That's all I've got. Hi. I'll do this then. I'll do this. I'll wave like oh, this yes. the queen wave. Yes. I wonder how, the, wave. how would a king wave, I wonder? A king? You Just have like to that. have a hatchet in each hand. <laughs> and instead of waving side to side, he waves front to back. And then every single time he waves, the hatchet goes into a different person's skull. Beautiful. Just a different person every well, time. It's just like an, e- an evil king. Then. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. If that's what Holden's doing, do we want to keep him as a king then? Or do we want to change it? Yeah, I don't like that. All it's right. too late. Holden, you are now the queen. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you're not killing people, I guess it's fine. Uh, <laughs> I've got him the king. I'm forced to kill all these people. I know. Yep. That's, that's just why. Every single wave, hatchet in the head. That's why the Queen of England hasn't died yet. Because the king is dead. 
Well, no. He can't hatch at her in the head anymore <laughs> when he waves hello to her. The king morning. was her, well, her, the king is dead. That was her dad. But when she dies, it's going to be a king. And then when he dies, it's going to be a king. And then when he dies, guess what? It's going to be a king again. Just Not if they all die king. on the plane together. <laughs> I hope there are no English people listening to this because they will probably hate that. <laughs> but hey. Because kings have only existed there. Um, also, that anyone gives a shit about the king. No one gives a shit about the king. I don't give a but shit also, about I'm any of them. this world where all kings are Edward and Hatchet Hands. Like has Do you mean scissor hands? hands? Edward scissor hands? No, but hands? hatchet hands. Oh, yes. He's got hatchets. Yeah. Like instead of 40s. What was I was going like to. the original is Edward 40 hands. <laughs> right. But this is like hatchets instead of 40s. Yeah, and they're duct taped <laughs> to your hand. And you can't, yeah. you can't go to the bathroom until you've hatcheted off each hand. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Edward hatchet hands. <laughs> Oh, beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, You're beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> Same brain, different bodies. <laughs> Two hearts, warm farts. <laughs> warm farts. Mm, hot farts. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> gross. Ugh. All right, Holden. Let's talk. Let's talk. Talk. So. Is oh, talk a, a weird word? Talk? Talk. Talk. Let's talk. talk. Let's talk. talk. <laughs> Does anyone pronounce the L talk? Talk together? No, that's I, weird. Do we? I do never we, say talk. talk. I just say let's talk. Like T O K. Talk like, like TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I talked to you yesterday. No, that's so weird. That word is too weird now. <laughs> Guys, I need you to sit down. and We need to have a talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that now. Uh, we need listeners. to have a talk. How do you say this word, listeners? Oh, we should put up a poll. <laughs> Talk or talk? Let us know. We want to know. Talk or talk? Talk. 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 Because <laughs> I do say chalk, right? I don't say chalk. You say chalk. 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 Uh, some chalk. sidewalk chalk? I put a little L in there. Chalk. Sidewalk chalk? No, you're, you're adding the L. No one says it like that. <laughs> sidewalk chalk? Sidewalk it's chalk. Just chalk. What a weird word. I think I say I think I put the L in it when I say chalk. Chalk. I think you're just con- like aware of it now. We need to talk. Sidewalk chalk. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Now I'm losing my mind. How do I say it? Because <laughs> I know I don't you know, say chalk. Really we need to talk. When he's wiping tears away. <laughs> and his face is red like a strawberry. <laughs> Uh, sidewalk chalk. Sidewalk chalk. Because you don't say walk either. <laughs> we need to talk. Sidewalk chalk. Um, we're going walking. Walking. <laughs> walking. Walk. Walk. We, we don't. We, oh, do you know what we so need to do? Weird. Oh my gosh. On an upcoming episode, we need to do a tongue twister <laughs> with talk, walk, chalk, where we have to say all of the. We have to say it. Talk. Chalk. Walk. <laughs> That would be a great Walk. tongue twister. Oh, that's so gross. Walk. Ugh. Walk and talk. Walk and talk. You don't walk say and walk talk. and talk. But you don't say walk. Like W-O-K. Walk and talk. I feel like there there has to be... There's Your tongue is doing something with that L. Walk. 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 It is. When you say walk... My tongue the, moves ever so tongue, slightly. In the back of your throat, your tongue comes up. 
versus walk, like for cooking, walk do L, is down. The o and the a. Walk, walk, talcum powder. <laughs> uh, I don't. This Holden, is... let's talk. Let's talk, let's Holden. Talk. Let's talk. <laughs> so, since episode one, <laughs> I've been promising this techno playlist, techno slash house music playlist, just to kind of see if Jesse and Chad could discern the difference between the genres. Is there really a difference between house and techno? Because they get used interchangeably quite a bit. I think there's a difference, but I also listen primarily to house music and some techno. So I made a playlist for you guys, consisting of eight songs that are two techno songs, three house-slash-progressive house songs, and then three kind of cross songs that kind of blend oh. the two. Point of correction, it's oh. house. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sorry. Continue. No worries. Um, so they listen to the playlist at this point, and we're going to go through each song. And there'll also be a playlist I put on YouTube for you guys to see in the show notes as well as on Twitter at, at Affable Idiots if you want to check out the playlist for yourself. But I want to know, just first of all, what you guys thought. Because you guys don't listen to House a whole lot. I'm assuming no. Chad at all. I don't listen to it at all. I listen to it when <laughs> it's in a Lyft or Uber that I just happen to be in, or okay. at uh, H&M or whatever yeah, store H&M, they're playing. Yep, 100%. <laughs> they play that at H&M? I, I think one of them I was listening to, and I was like, I feel like I'm at H&M right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a bad thing. <laughs> That's not Ooh, great. I feel like I'm at a department store right now. <laughs> uh, all right. So um, let's... me, when listening to this entire playlist, uh, I laughed a lot. <laughs> Lots of laughter while listening to this. I also, <laughs> if you were to do free word association with this music and you're just like hit play on any one of these eight songs, the first words that come to mind are Buffalo Bill, American Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes you want to kill Serial people. killers. Like, wow, I feel you. like, I feel like. If Buffalo Bill lived in Blade Runner times, this is what he would walk down the street and listen to. Yeah, it's not my uh, it's not my favorite genre. Uh... <laughs> I just legit could only think of like I was like, this must be what serial killers listen to. That's well, all I could think of the entire Holden, time. <laughs> do you have something to tell us? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he didn't just want... I mean, you didn't want to be the king because you didn't want to have to kill people, and that could be uh. you. No, 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 but wait, that could be him trying to throw the scent off of him. It's scent. Scent. It was... Uh, oh, gosh. Um, Jesse's brain's going, say something nice, say something I'm trying, nice. I'm trying to be... Uh, uh, Diplomatic. I didn't love it, but I like it more than Screamo. As harsh as you want. <laughs> I like it I'm more than Screamo. Really I'm used to no one liking the music that I listen to. It's pretty. It's been a. It's been a trend. Like, uh, well, yeah. Well, house music, I can kind of tune out. You know, if I'm in a place and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, jeez, I can just tune that out. Techno's a little bit harder for me to tune out, yeah. but house. It's a lot harsher. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, 
house is a little bit easier unless you've got that weird like I think I was telling you about this lift I was in one day on the way to work and the song sounded like he was just turning on and off a hair dryer. I there were so <laughs> many things in these songs that I'm like, is that a shower? Is someone just turning on a shower right now? Is that a robot <laughs> slapping refrigerator that's going on? Is that a Are they playing penis laser just ping pong bouncing on a table? <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, it was, I enjoyed the exercise. I did, I did (laughs) have fun listening to music and like actually actively listening and trying to determine what, like what it is. Uh, like what? Because he's uh, trying so hard to be nice. Right no, I really did enjoy that. I really did enjoy that. The music itself is not, is not for me. Uh, as my grandmother would have had me say, that at all. I have not developed a taste for that yet. <laughs> what my granddaddy would make me say when I didn't like something. <laughs> I also, this is, <clears throat> this is objective. This is not mean, um, like the serial killer statement. But also, had you not, <laughs> had you not told me that there were multiple genres in this playlist, I 100% would have thought this was all exactly the same genre. I mean, to be fair there, when you are like you are doing the live set of the club you might interchange with genres pretty frequently it's like they are designed to be to kind of work in conjunction with each other so that's not terribly surprising it's like they're separate companies under the same umbrella company <laughs> that's ex- that nailed it that's exactly what i was thinking when i was listening to these like these are like separate companies under the same like umbrella. an awning? Is it an awning? No, is it like no? A, it's it's a an tent? awning. It's an awning. <laughs> it's, a, it's an umbrella. I love this stupid joke. <laughs> I hate it. Walk, talk. We need to, we need to talk. Sidewalk, chalk. <laughs> we need to talk. Sidewalk, well, chalk. <laughs> I want to thank you guys for listening to the playlist. I really did Probably. enjoy the exercise. Well, then, in this case, Chad, I'm so sorry I put you in that. <laughs> I laughed sorry. a lot. You gave me lots of laughter. Like, literally, while I was, la- I was listening to the songs, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> people listen to this. People walk <laughs> on the sidewalk and choose to listen to this. Some people. Oh, I love that. I think it's great. Casey, my boyfriend, this focuses him. When he's writing, uh, like, when he was, he was writing, um, I don't even know what you call them, like a article i guess like a research study to be published in a psychological a magazine paper. yeah a paper there thank you um but he just sits and he types and he's listening to this like when we had the most recent polar vortex we were snowed into yours and my old apartment uh mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. colded in we were colded in <laughs> and and um i, I was saying so, like, i didn't know he had his headphones in and i was talking to him talking and he, he, he was like, oh, wait, what? Sorry. And he unplugged his headphones and I heard the music. And I was like, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> it, this is, he sits and he it like totally zones him in. And he, I'm just like, you are a madman. A madman. Classical music is even hard for me to listen to if I'm trying to focus. Like, just give me... Liberty or give me death, you know? <laughs> <laughs> My sentiments exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk talk about, about uh, our thoughts. Yeah, so let's go song by song. So the first song in the playlist is King. 
Should I, I, should I put push play? It's King by DJ Tonio. DJ Tonio, yes. Uh, we're going to play little tiny samples of each of these for you as you listen along if you don't want to go to the YouTube playlist. Shad's like smirking. Just makes me want to buy cheap t-shirts. <laughs> no, right? Oh, let me go buy a tank top that's going to come undone and <laughs> fall apart. <laughs> You'd be surprised, actually. Go to the clubs in Chicago. It's a very diverse group of people that are there. I'm going to fast forward just a bit. Yeah, I feel like... I have a game. You know, get- you know when, like, in a in a movie when the cops are trying to find a killer in a dance club... And then it's they find him, music. and it's a chase scene through the dance club as the cops are like, "Get down, get down!" Jumping and, over the bar, and like, and it's this song that's playing. And like when they come in, you've got people like, um, dressed in interesting clothing, all like making out and sweaty. Yeah, yeah, like in the next that's exactly Matrix right. Movie, there'll be a club scene that involves that song. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, are are people who listen to this? music and this song traditionally on ecstasy um i mean people who go to clubs and festivals can be an ecstasy but it's actually not really a requirement i, I don't think well, least, i mean anybody, I like anybody, anybody can cd came with a couple ecstasy. pills of ecstasy taped to the back of it <laughs> <laughs> i've never been on ecstasy while at a club if that answers your question have you or been to a club period in general at all I've never, I've never done ecstasy. Cool, period. that was going to be my period. next follow-up question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I go to like the library and I see all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Holden has like little packages of Smarties, but instead of Smarties, it's ecstasy. And he's like, I'm going to go to the library and eat a lot of ecstasy. All right. Three books so fast. So fast. So fast. <laughs> so furious. Ages feel so crisp. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys think that is? Is that techno? Is I think that that's house? house. Or is that craps? Is that cross? I think it's house. Krause. I'd say it is definitely leaning more towards house, but it has percussive elements that are similar to the So it's Kraus. But it's got, it had the claps. Yep. Which is pretty housey, right? Claps claps are housey. Uh, uh, Drum beats, (laughs) percussion is more uh, techno. (laughs) So actually, let's do the breakdown really quickly. So like techno versus house. Generally, two big distinctions with the genres is that techno is higher bpm than houses House that's usually that's is, the primary difference i could find is that some of these were faster than others yeah yeah so techno is usually closer to like 130 beats per minute whereas house would be closer to 120 beats per minute so it's not like a huge difference but this tend to be where they fall and then they should the get on some blood be- pressure medication <laughs> right but if you're at 130 <laughs> with techno your beat tends to be a bass drum whereas a house is a kick drum and then again like Techno focuses more on percussion, I find, whereas house is more about melody and synth. And claps. It was claps. So the song, <laughs> everybody clap your hands. That's a house That's song. house. <laughs> Certainly a house party song. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <sighs> so this one I would count as cross because it has some percussive elements that are similar to techno. But it has this kind of progression um, progression throughout the song that's building. It kind of makes it more like progressive house. Cool, cool. Chad, cool. Ready for song number two? Uh, I guess Kraus. 
Kraus? Okay. Yeah. You just wanted to be right. So. No, I said Kraus. I said Kraus before you even said it was to gave the definitions. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Also, Yo you soy. said you grest. You were wrong. You didn't say grest. Grest is a wrong word. It's guest. It's, it's grelst. It's grelst. <laughs> All right, next one's Zanzibar by Jeremy Olander. Specifically the Sithalum edit. <laughs> Uh, hold on, sorry, I got it. Holden says you're allowed to skip for the first two minutes of every single song. Yeah, because the first minute, two minutes, is just the introduction. Build up. I feel like I need to be like, I don't know, like on a sofa of naked people having an orgy when I listen to this. <laughs> yeah, but this <laughs> one's in space. Like the sofa's in space. Oh, yeah. This is definitely an outer space orgy for sure. But in the orgy, everyone's wearing astronaut outfits because it's in space. Yeah. But they're like sexy outfits. So really, it's just. Totally, yeah. It's just like all the privates are exposed, but your belly button's covered. (laughs) (laughs) With just a pasty. Like your dick would pop off in space. (laughs) (laughs) That's if you eat glue. No, yeah. (laughs) I'm so glad you made that joke because that's where I was going. Zanzibar. Where do you guys stand on Zanzibar? I thought it was a blend. I thought it was a housey. It is a housey. Oh, oh shit, Jesse! Fuck it in your face! Two to yeah. zero. Yeah, Two to I'm zero. so upset that I don't know the difference between house and techno. <laughs> <laughs> You're like going to a therapist, like, everything okay? No, it's not okay this week. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to know the difference, but I didn't do a good job. <laughs> um, nice little tidbit here. Zanzibar's made by Jeremy Olander. Lost is made by Dylan, but Dylan and Jeremy Olander are actually the same person. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Lost is the next song for those not Lost know. Is the next song, not the television this is where, show. Like, I don't expect anyone to like techno who doesn't already enjoy some electronic song. This is a pure example of techno. Just to be totally clear, if you want to start that up, Lost, Lost is. Lost. Oh, yeah, I thought it was a blend. Thing. Nope. No, this one was the fast one. It was like I think fast means techno. Yeah, it's, it's a fast. All one. right, we are now at two minutes in. So you guessed techno then. Mm-hmm. This isn't I that fast. Not... It's about ten BPM faster than the other song. Did you count them? <laughs> no, you just said the difference oh. between the two is one twenty and one thirty. <laughs> I said I may I specifically made listen, the note listen, listen feels up. oh That's faster. <laughs> I specifically <laughs> made the note that uh, I wrote lost blend feels like a weird art exhibit. <laughs> <laughs> this one to me felt like it was like if a techno song was playing at a haunted house. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a scary, a creepy, dark element to the song. Yeah, and it's like ominous bells. And we're like, gong, gong, gong. It's like okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Halloweeny. Ah, you said weenie. <laughs> I kind of picked this one out because it stood out. It stood out for that very reason. It just felt a lot darker from the other tracks. Yeah. Nice. So at this point, we've we've seen. The three different genres that we're talking about here. Cool. And I've gotten them all wrong. <laughs> I got them all <laughs> right, bitches. <laughs> bitches. Do you, so, which one did you, I'm curious, which one did you hate the most? That's hard to say. 
Which one? Which <laughs> one did I of these eight songs? Yeah, the only one I legit could tell that it was a different song than the rest of them <laughs> was, was Flambo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was yep. like, oh, that doesn't sound like the rest of the songs, but it's still bad. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I felt like uh, King uh, for a lot of it. I felt like this is just this the exact same notes over and over. I know that's not what it was, but that's what it felt like. I feel like that's on purpose, though. It is on purpose. So the whole reason but behind that is that isn't. I was insulting it. I know it was on purpose. I think it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to dance music in particular, it's extremely formulaic, and it's because it's made for functional purposes. The whole idea is that you could take any of these songs and layer them on top of each other as long as they're in the same um, pitch. Do you, kind of make like a, like Do you like orgy. to go and dance, Holden? Not really, no. <laughs> you are an enigma. I just like this music. Well, so it's like, generally, you think That's of like. like people who really like dance music to be like those. You know that um, there's a video on the internet of uh, a bunch of, I guess, I guess, I don't know if goth is the right word, but for lack of a better word, goth kids listening to music kind of like this and like. Uh, doing that weird rave dance or whatever, but then people will put in like Christmas music over top of it. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have Christmas house songs? No, 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 no. It's just like it's no. The same. I want that. I want that. There's one guy. His name is uh, Wolfgang Gartner, and he made a house version of Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. It's hilarious. But I want Christmas. Yeah. Or like, here comes Peter Cottontail. <laughs> I want a good King Wenceslas house song. <laughs> I want a little drummer boy, but with claps, so it's no. house. Oh, I want I want, sir, I want to buy these shoes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, house. So to go back to the formula, like, that's really quickly. Um, generally, the first minute is like the introduction to the song. The last minute, minute and a half is the outro to the song. And everything happens in Sets, uh, sets of four measures that are four beats each. You can literally count it down and something will change just about every four measures. So it's in four, That's, four times. It can be subtle. This is a four, four time, exactly. Oh yeah, I wrote that in, in the notes from when we were talking last week. Yeah, so that's why it's, it feels very talking. repetitive because it's it is designed to be that way. But why? Because it makes remixing on the fly easier and basically DJs are usually producers who produce music just so they can fill in gaps in the DJ sets. But it's so like, hey, like this is sound I really like is cool, but it's in that other song and I feel it like quite fit with my style, so I'm gonna remix that song so I can fit it into my set. They're all building blocks for each other's sets essentially. But but why do you listen to it when it's not got a DJ doing other stuff on top of it? It's like well, make- I do that too. I listen. To That's that like saying well. you guys know what I love cake, but you know but whenever I'm not guessing. eating cake, I love licking flour okay. and swallowing raw <laughs> eggs. <laughs> it's like uh, I, I'm just like I, that blows my mind. It's like oh yeah, man, I love this music that's meant for something better, uh, but is not as good as what it could be. <laughs> which even when it's better is still just okay <laughs> i like it because i like how the songs flow i like i like the build-ups i like hearing kind of unique sounds that i just don't hear 
in other genres of music, the play is just music to me. But you it's like it special. without the DJ remixing on top and doing fun stuff? You just like the boring I stuff? Do, yeah. <laughs> he just That's loves right. his flour and eggs. I don't consider it the boring stuff. Though. You know what? We're going to have to put you into a, 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 like a dog crate, just like Frank from Always Sunny, and make you eat the ingredients <laughs> the of ingredients a cake. Of a cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness all right next number song four is mesh by brian sid brian sid's awesome fast forward two minutes this one is underwater <laughs> Could you tell that I skipped a minute? I couldn't. I did, actually. I could because of the frogs coming in. (laughs) Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. (laughs) That frog. I guess that that this was a blend. I also guess blend blend on this one. This one was what? Oh, oh, it is a blend. It's a blend, yeah. My notes were, thought house at first, but maybe techno. Feels more like trance. So going to guess blend. <laughs> <laughs> it do, this one sounds like um, like when a serial killer is trying to hypnotize you. <laughs> or or like in Zoolander. Like in Zoolander, yes, when they take you in and hypnotize you with a piano tie. Yeah. 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 All right. Next song is Vesperum Winds by Joel Mull. And who else is actually It's pronounced Mull. Mull and Dustin Zan. Fast forward two minutes. Dustin Zan and Joel. <laughs> Shut up, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Just the stupid faces you dances. <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not, but we've now listened to different spots from within three different minutes of this song. I guessed house on this. I guess house because it felt slower, like 10 BPM slower. This is actually a cross, but leans closer to techno. Oh, man. Notable techno uh, producer. It is more techno. So it is leaning towards... Um, Techno, but not fully techno, mostly because of that kind of windy sound throughout it. Again, there's the progressive element that kind of builds throughout that song. I thought I did better than this. I guess I just think all this music sounds alike. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you're right. (laughs) So you you guys both said house? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is the first one Chad got wrong. I know. Fucking suck. You do, but it's okay. Uh, I'm going to go murder some people. No, you can only murder people if you like this music. Oh, that's right. That's right. This (laughs) is the H&M one. Where were you July 22nd at 8 p.m.? Were you listening to house music? (laughs) We can tell because his music history says he was listening to (laughs) Flambeau. Yeah, I think Flambeau was when I was like, I think this is the H&M one. Oh, okay. I get to that now, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is definitely, I'm going shopping in a place that I'm, like, only 70% comfortable in. Yeah, and also, and also, the product is very cheap. Very cheap. V cheap. There's a toddler section on the third floor. And all the clothes are probably made by children overseas. 
Yes. <laughs> that's not uh that's not um an insult to the genre of music, it's an insult to the companies. Insult to the children, really. <laughs> yeah, really. Really. <laughs> to add insult They should be able to make higher quality clothes. Right. I right? Uh, they've got more dexterous, flexible bones and hands. Than I said a this full one was adults. <laughs> I said this one was techno because it was faster. I wrote house. I know that's the only distinction I have between the two. This is definitely house. Ha! This is pure house. Uh, progressive house is pure house. Suck it! I got two right. <laughs> All right, let's do that. Two more left. Sugar High by King Unique. This is the King Unique 2008 mix. It is. We're going to fast forward two minutes. <laughs> so just your stab in No, we were hatching. We, we were king waving. We were king waving. We were king waving at you. Because <laughs> it's king unique. I, wrote I guess techno. this one was. I wrote techno for this one. Not tech, though. This is progressive. Fudge. This is all the same. I have just decided. It's exactly the same. Your experiment failed. (laughs) (laughs) You've got most of them right so far, Chad. Maybe the next one, but I think you got the next one wrong at this point. Because I said there was two techno tracks, and you've already guessed both. I I didn't remember how many numbers of each there were. Oh, okay. I was kind of helping out with your guide. Um, Cool. Let's do the next one, then. Well, you should always let your conscience be your guide. (laughs) <laughs> my guide is always the North Star. God is my guide. <laughs> this is Pulsar. Pulsar. Uh, by Jay Lumen. Uh, it's ramping up to the two minute mark. Two minutes. That's an electric razor. <laughs> this is also one that I feel like there are monster dogs barking in the background, and it's also for serial killers. That's because it's techno. Oh, yeah. This is, like, totally a serial killer. I wrote techno. Yes! I wrote I wrote... This is, like, um, somebody who's just killed somebody in their white room. Uh, But now they're they're doing um, a painting with the blood. And then they're going to have a weird art exhibit at which they will play Lost. This is... That ex- I pictured that same type of scenario, except for the serial killer. This is the music that plays as he walks away from his art. And he's walking through a crowd of people who are unaware, and he's still covered in the blood, but he's completely unfazed, and he's just taking a towel and slowly cleaning the blood off of his hands, dabbing at his face, um, Mm. walking in public after just murdering someone. So, you know, I think this whole playlist, I'm going to go with that one because I like that one. I think this whole playlist is basically just this killer's um, (laughs) evening uh, yeah. g- getting ready for the art exhibit, getting to the art exhibit, being a at story. the art exhibit, and then leaving <laughs> the art exhibit. Yeah. Which is to say that all this music is the same. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Flambo. Except for Flambo. Because Flambo is-, is the intermission where he decides to go shopping. Yes, he's like, oh, I need more. Um, I want this dead body whites. to be in a pink dress, but they wore a black miniskirt today. That bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to imagine the body to be the body of a man in a skirt. That feels okay. more serial killer-y arty to me. Well, he can still wear a, a pink dress. 
Oh yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like it was I mean, a man's I, body in the skirt. The first serial killer I thought of was Buffalo Bill. Ah, uh, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me. Oh, is she a great big rat person? No, I haven't seen her. And he dressed up in women's skin, like literally cut their skin off and yeah. made a suit out of it. So yeah, and he tucked his penis behind his legs and stood there and looked and asked if you'd fuck him, and then he said he'd fuck. Yeah. Him. And then he made you put you lotion on your skin. The lowest opinion possible. <laughs> no, I don't really think all people who listen to House are serial killers. Not all House listeners are serial killers, but all serial oh. killers listen to House music. Yeah. Or techno. I don't know. Listen to that type because I can't tell the difference. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Right. I concur, Doctor. Well, Chad, you got half of them correct. Fuck Just, yeah. You got three of them. Correct. Woo! So Mike, uh, yeah, wait. So Mike got four correct. Uh huh. He uh-huh, only uh-huh. beat me by one. So we're basically Fucking spanked we're, you. We're basically the same. Same body, warm heart. <laughs> Shardy farts. I'm sorry. Same brain, warm heart. That segment was funner than I expected it to be. <laughs> <laughs> Is that? I mean, it's still not fun, but it wasn't as atrociously, you know. The eye stabbing, I thought it was one. Right, right. Well, it was fun because Mike and I got to shit on it. Yes. So when I was dreading it, I was coming in today thinking like, okay, don't be rude. You're just going to be quiet most of the time. Just don't don't say mean things. And then Jesse started. I'm like, yes, we can shit on this. I wasn't going to because at the beginning, I was trying to be very kind and diplomatic. And you both said, you're just trying to be nice. You can be honest. You were totally trying to be nice. I was so trying. How do I say this? Um... I was really trying. I was I really love, trying. I love no, last don't, week. Don't try to be nice. This is about sharing your opinion. Share your opinion. I love last week a when, serial killer. I when Holden's like, to be, and you would totally testify wait. against me and say, well, he listens to house music, Your Honor. To be fair, Mike brought up the idea of people listening to this music as serial killers. I just went with that's it. True. And you 100% agreed with it. I mean, I did yes and it, but that's improv, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and? Yeah. <laughs> and? Uh, yeah. I do and- love last week when Holden asked you, I don't remember whether he asked you on the air or off, but he asked you, what do you think of it so far? And you're like, I there are, I actually like a lot of the songs. And, like, <laughs> and I was like, no, you fucking don't. No, you fucking don't. <laughs> no, I was like, I, um, it, it's, um, <laughs> Uh, people made this. <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Debatable. That is one thing do, I will contend. This stuff's actually really hard to make. I don't know. It Zac Efron did it in that movie, so. <laughs> Zac really Efron did? What movie are we talking about? We have, uh, what was we, have, we are your friends. We have we a friend. Yeah. No, um, Wait, is that the no, one with Michael B. Jordan? Friends, because it's a um, song by... Simeon and Justice. Simeon, away. <laughs> oh, I almost did a spit take onto the computer. <laughs> Let's. Uh, so, Holden, would you like to? What do you? What's the end of the scientific method? What's the last step? Conclusion. Oh, conclusions. Conclusion. Would you like to? Were uh, that you guys could tell the difference 
I'm going to question the methodology because it just gave you a playlist, told you nothing about any distinctions of the genres whatsoever, anything to look for, anything like that. Probably should have done that. I wanted to speak for itself, and it didn't. It's because... Can't wait for round two. I think we know why. (laughs) 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 No, they're definitely distinct different shows. Like, you would... If you were a big fan of trance... And then you went to a show and it turned out that it whoa, was whoa, 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 whoa. Big Room House, you'd be pretty pissed. Is trance a genre of music as well now? Yeah, remember trance when I said Thought House at first, but maybe techno feels more like trance. trance when you more- said trance, that's why I said hypnotize. It's like when a serial killer <laughs> hypnotizes you. I thought that you were getting put into a trance because of this music. What the fuck is trance? Trance is... Oh, I hate this music. <laughs> <laughs> it's even faster than techno sometimes and it tends to have more of like a heavenly vibe to it i find at least i don't have a more I don't listen to trance because of the ecstasy oh, that's right that's right <laughs> i if i listen to trance it's like 90s trance which is basically just what modern day progressive house is but you guys don't give a shit about that you're right <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I laughed through the whole playlist. I took it very seriously. I listened to it. I took notes on it. <laughs> and was wrong most of the time. Uh, You're a I, lot more open-minded than I am. I, well, you know what they no, say. just trying to be nicer than you are. That's what it is. <laughs> you, know, well, you know what they say. Open mind, warm heart. That's right. That's exactly right. It's actually halt. Halt. A warm halt. Yeah. <laughs> My people. At this point, I would never make you guys listen to club music again. That's for sure. Is that what all of this wrapped up into one um, umbrella is? Is club music? I mean, it's just it can be played at a... <laughs> Jesse, you're stupid. Thing. <laughs> 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 oh, you guys, this week I went and saw Gemini Man. Um... Which is not a good movie. It's not a good movie. But that's not why I want to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about the plot or anything like that. But I wanted to talk about the experience of the way this film was shot and presented. Nice. Uh, So Gemini Man, if you're unfamiliar, is the Will Smith movie where there's a baby Will Smith and there's an old-ass Will Smith. And they're shooting each other and riding bikes. And, and this baby has a diaper on. It means it's like an infant. And the well, old ass one is like with one of those walkers with the tennis balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, a di- and also, coincidentally, in a diaper. And a diaper, yeah. <laughs> Diapers galore in this movie. Um, no, so this movie was shot at, it, it was by uh, Ang Lee, is the director of this movie, uh, who did Life of Pi, who's in the past. Life of Pi has been like my go-to like tech demo for 3D on my 3D TV. So if anyone's like, oh my god, you have a 3D TV? That's crazy. I was like, yeah, let's watch the intro to Life of Pi because it will blow your mind. So Ang Lee went and did something crazy again. And he filmed this whole movie in 4K, 3D cameras, and 120 frames per second. And for anyone who doesn't know, most film is shot at 24 frames a second. So this is almost six times uh, the frames. And the benefit of that is much clearer, sharper edges, less motion blur. Um, And for 3D, it makes 3D effects look much cleaner and sharper. Um, 
But this movie was so bad, but worth seeing <laughs> if you're able to see it because of this frame rate. There are only 14 theaters in the U.S. that are able to show it at 120 frames per second like it was shot. None of them are able to show it in the full 4K. The one I saw it at in San Francisco. Why did he do this then? Uh, do you remember a long time ago when the Hobbit trilogy came out and Peter Jackson said, I'm going to film it at 48 frames a second instead of 24 <clears throat> because it makes the 3D effects uh, cleaner and sharper and much more realistic. But, but like, there's another there's another part of this too because the, the de-aging technology to make baby Will Smith, the same thing that Paul Rudd's been using for decades on his face in real life, in every photo. <laughs> <laughs> that technology, uh, <clears throat> apparently it looks better at a higher frame rate as well. Mm. So it's more realistic, more lifelike. So it was really, uh, this whole movie, in my opinion, was just a tech demo. It was not intended to like blow you away and win Oscars. And It was like, look at this cool ass technology we can do and how far we've come but I, in making this de-aging technology. But he did it in a way... That no theater can, no one can show it in 4K, and only 14 can show it at the current, like, what? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember before Avatar came out, like, James Cameron was pushing for theaters to adopt the technology so people could watch Avatar the way it was supposed to be seen, the proper 3D tech. Right. In the booth. And they didn't make any of this. <laughs> Just like, ah. Well, fair, even when The Hobbit when the Hobbit came out, a ton of theaters retro, like they had to buy new projector systems to play it at 48 frames a second. So it's kind of like just pushing the industry forward and hoping that more people will adopt this type of stuff. Maybe he should uh, have done that with a good movie. <laughs> Maybe that would be more effective. He's got to fall on his sword so somebody else can live. But what I wanted to mention about this movie is that the 120 frame, frames per second does make it super lifelike. Like, you're sitting in this theater. It's a Dolby theater, first of all, too, so the sound of it is amazing. But the 3D looked so fucking good that it legit looked like it was just a diorama. Like, I was looking into a shoebox where Will Smith was just standing, and he was enormous. Um, Young and old. Yeah. But it was so realistic looking that, uh, you know, the the sped-up frame rate tends to give you that soap opera look where it's like, really bright sharp edges all that kind of stuff you can be like wow this looks off-putting if you're used to, especially coming off of the frame there are the trailers that were at 24 but it was so good that it actually had the opposite of the effect that i think it wanted to and i was much more hyper aware that i was looking through a camera i was like all of this looks so realistic that i can tell it's a set that i know i'm on a movie set right now watching actors pretending to be something rather than so it's like kind so, of experience so yeah so Rather yeah. than making it feel like it was more like real life, I was like, no, this definitely feels faker because of this. And I, I'm more aware that I'm watching a movie. So now I really don't want to see it because not only is it a bad movie, it was filmed in uh, a way that no theater can show it, in another way that only 14 theaters can show it, and in such a way that, it's, that it looks good, but it's like, oh, well, it ruins the experience. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the other thing. Oh, sorry. I forgot. I, I just freaked out for a second. I forgot. It's, you know, whatever the air and water show is in Chicago, we yeah. have like that equivalent going on right now in San Francisco. And I was like, what the fuck was that jet engine? And it was a jet engine. We're being invaded. It was a jet engine. Yeah. Um, the de-aging technology was astonishing. I That's walked cool. in after seeing some of the previews and things like that. I walked in expecting to be like, okay, it's going to, it's going to look like Princess Leia 
in Rogue One, which was like laughably bad. Um, <laughs> and then yes, that wasn't Carrie Fisher. That wasn't Carrie Fisher's dead body. No. But then I saw this, and especially on like the close-up scenes, I was like, "Holy shit! That a hundred percent looks like a real person." And I, had I not known that Will Smith was an alive and old person, I would have one hundred percent believed that was an actual human being, with the exception of when he's really far away. There are like two Which, or three scenes. <clears throat> right, you would think close-up is better than far away, but when he's yeah. far away, which is like two or three spots throughout the entire movie. He legit looks like a Sims character. <laughs> like that's great. From the neck up, looks like a fucking cartoon compared he's to a, everybody else. He's a reverse Monet. Because Monet's from a distance, gorgeous, but up close, it's a whole mess. Oh right, right, right. Will the, Smith. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pointillism. Will, yeah. Will Smith. At any age, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> up close, beautiful, far away. A mess. A mess. I would recommend going and seeing it because it is the best de-aging technology. It was astonishing. If you have a theater in your area that can do 120 frames per second, it's interesting just to go and see what that looks like because there's nowhere else you're ever going to be able to see that. Like even the Hobbit movies right now, they don't have a version that you could watch that at home at 48 frames a second, even if your TV could support it, which most can't. Will they Um, pay me to go see it? I mean, it is playing at River East in Chicago, so you could... I don't have the thing anymore. Oh, that's right. You don't have AMC A-List. Yeah. Because if the only good thing about it is Will Smith as a young guy when he's up close... Yeah. (laughs) It is dumb. The rest of the movie is totally in service of that. Like, even the action scenes, the, the action scenes, normally you want them to be fast paced, really quick cuts. No shot more than like a second or two um, to make it feel more frenetic and even like shaky cam and motion blur and things like that. But because they wanted to show off how good this tech could be and really put it through its paces, they made all the shots of the action scenes like six to ten seconds long. So they're like, yeah, we don't have to hide behind motion blur and quick cuts to make it look good. His face can look good even in action in ten second long clips. But if you've ever watched an action scene with really long cuts, it is silly. It is so silly looking. It's like watching stage Unless combat up close. Super well. Which it wasn't. It was not at all. But it was, yeah, I was, I was literally laughing through some of the fights because of how silly it looked. Well, because he was takes. fighting himself, right? It was Will Smith yeah. on Will Smith. Yeah, so just the filming of that to begin with was probably going to be weird because there's only yeah. one Will Smith. But obviously, they're going to have a a guy who looks similar enough that they can then deep fake his face onto it. But the face was impressive during it. I was like, during that whole fight, he looked like baby Will Smith, but it was just really silly, the stuff they were doing. If anything, they should have had the fight sequences keep the the quick cuts. Because when you watch a movie like like the Bourne movies, for example, they have a lot of quick cuts. These are moving really fast. Part of the reason you can't quite tell what's going on is because it's 24 frames per second. But for 120 frames per second, you can discern those subtle differences better so that, that those quick cuts wouldn't be as... You still know what's going on. So quick quick cuts. It's a hair cuttery, isn't it? Sidewalk chop. It's a quick cuts. I'm going to get my hair cut out of quick cuts. I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. Um, yeah, I think they should have kept the quick cuts for that reason. 
it would have been a demonstration of here's how action movies themselves currently are are better with 120 frames per second as opposed to just everything's on just I describing at least everything is on Will Smith and how great he looks. But if it were if it were quicker quick cuts, quick if it were quick cuts as opposed to long cuts. That's less tracking that you have to do with the de-aging technology to follow his face all over. So it's really easy to like paint a really good-looking face for two frames than it is to paint a really good-looking one and make it track him for 10 seconds. I just wish that they would have done it on a better movie. I feel like it would have more... Um, whatever the word is I'm looking for. Chutzpah. It, it would, ha- it would have gangrene. had a better... Gangrene. It would have had like more <laughs> of a... Uh, Perhaps more of a, an industrial, uh, like in the industry effect, uh, because it, if it was had just been a better movie, more people probably would have seen it. And yeah, I guess they only do this kind of stuff on bad movies: the Hobbit trilogy, Avatar. They're gonna do it on the Avatar movies, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I just wish that I mean, why can't they just put it on something good, like a Mission Impossible? Although the last few Mission Impossible movies have been phenomenal. If you haven't seen Mission Impossible 5 through 7, you are missing out. 5 through 6. 4 through 6. That's 4 through 6. They haven't made 7. I thought the most recent one was 7. No. Um, Ghost Protocol was 4. Rogue Nation was 5. Don't question Holden on his Mission Impossible. I don't. Oh, I know my Mission Impossible. I'm so sick of it. It's the same. 4 has techno in it. It's Tom Cruise. Does it? Made to look like he's (laughs) taller than he is. Getting in with a really attractive younger lady, doing action, and doing it, and winning in the end. It's No. You just hate Tom Cruise. <laughs> I really don't like Tom Cruise. <laughs> Why? I Besides lo- the Scientology stuff. <laughs> That's really honestly what ruined him for me. A hundred percent. I watched Going Clear, and I lost... That's a messed up document. I lost yeah. every single ounce of respect I had for him. I don't know. He might be trapped. Like they might have something on him. I don't like, know. I'm trapped, trapped like a rat. Because the whole thing is, they make you like talk into those stupid cans. All your deepest, darkest secrets they... that they have on file to use against you at any point. I don't. They could just be controlling him. Who knows? It's messed up. It's disturbing. You should feel bad for Tom Cruise. I feel bad that he's yeah right. I feel bad that he lost Katie Holmes. I love this woman. Good for Katie. She wasn't allowed to wear high heels. Uh, or, really? Yeah, that's, that's a sign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just because it's a short thing. He has a complex because of it. <laughs> <laughs> You're she, already like three feet taller than me. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I, with him and John Travolta, in that, in that, because of that documentary, I lost every single ounce of respect. Every single. Are like denounced Scientology? So he's done with it. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think um, he, there was a star who came out that was like very much against Scientology. Uh, there's a there's a female actress whose name escapes me. Katie um, Queen. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also, I like I love. Um, I love The Handmaid's Tale, and I love what's her name. Um. Elizabeth Moss. Yes, but also a really big Scientologist, and I have a huge problem with her. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. Uh-huh. I have no idea. I like, I'm, I, 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 I know that maybe it's narrow-minded of me to feel this way about Scientologists. I don't know, but I've seen the documentaries, and I've learned, I, I. I'm just like, 
you were so open to house music. But then Scientology, <laughs> wall, absolutely not. Will not consider watching Mission Impossible at all. Well, but here's, here's Sorry, the, I don't like cults. <laughs> According to the conversation, house is, you know, it's not that everyone listens to is a psychopath. It has redeemable but, you know, qualities. Like, <laughs> qualities. Scientologists, they're just all psychopaths. <laughs> that believe that there is an alien soul inside of them shot out of a volcano on another planet into them at birth and that they have to spend their whole lives in quotes going clear so that that consciousness can whatever can you prove that they're wrong (laughs) um (laughs) oh I just can't. I just can't. If people can talk can talk bad about uh, Christianity, uh, I can talk bad <laughs> about Scientology. Oh my gosh. I I can't. I can't. Sorry if any of you guys are Scientologists, but I feel the way I feel. I don't think anyone who listens to this podcast <laughs> would be a Scientologist. It's possible. Uh, well, I gotta be honest. <laughs> <laughs> let's wrap up with El Camino yes okay before we do spoilers we're just gonna say a quick what we thought of it and then if you haven't seen it quit listening we'll tell you when to stop listening though if El Camino uh, is the Breaking Bad movie so if you haven't seen the Breaking Bad movie or Breaking Bad I don't know it might be interesting to listen to spoilers if you haven't seen any of Breaking Bad who knows yeah (laughs) So listen if you want to, don't listen if you don't want to, yet, but definitely listen once you've watched it. That's required. That's your homework. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you guys think? It was fine. Yeah, I didn't, like, love it or hate it, but I don't think it needed to happen. I kind of feel exactly the same way at the end of this as it did seeing Jesse drive out of the imprisonment at the end of the whole show. I feel no different. I enjoyed it. Um, I liked getting to see... Jesse's trying to be nice here. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) I did enjoy getting to see sort of the resolution of his um, situation from the end of the series being sort of held captive into him being... Like getting free, not just of that situation and of Walt, but getting free of everything um, and getting away and getting a brand new start. I did. I did really enjoy that. Um, I I found it really interesting, especially when compared, like having the the flashbacks. Oh, did we say stop listening? I'm sorry. I might have just given spoilers. <laughs> No, that's flashbacks. Like a storytelling device is not a, a oh, spoiler right, right, right. thing. Um, they have opening credits. <laughs> Shit, spoilers. Closing <laughs> credits. I I really did like that. As somebody who felt, I felt so bad for him during the, for his character during the show because all, everything shitty happened to him, you know. Um, so I really did like to. Ha- I, I liked having the opportunity to see that bit happen. Uh, at the same time, I do not think it was a cinematic masterpiece. I will probably never watch it again. 
Yeah, I I liked hanging out with Badger and Skinny Pete and a bunch of the other characters that we saw from that universe again. Yeah. I liked seeing them interact and seeing them however many hours, days, weeks, months, years later it was for them. Um, but I, I don't feel like the story that they had to tell was interesting enough to fill a two-hour movie, and I don't feel like it, it went anywhere that gave me more resolution or made me feel better about the situation than I did at the end of the series. Yeah. It felt very much like an epilogue, hour-long episode stretched out to a full-length movie, right? That's a good point. Yeah. It kind of felt like a high school reunion. I wouldn't know because I didn't go to mine. But a high school reunion where you go and see everybody 10 years later and you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, everyone's still kind of doing the same thing. Cool. The the shitty people are still shitty. Good to see you guys have a couple drinks together. And we'll go back and keep doing exactly the same thing we're all doing. Great. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. All right. Well, now, if you haven't seen it and don't want any spoilers, turn us off. Come back to us. When uh, you've watched it and are ready to turn us back on. Not sexually. Sexually. Oh, Oh, sexually. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. So, spoiler time. Um, Walt dies. (laughs) 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 It was, um, Mike doesn't look like he's aged a day. Do you think was I was trying to figure out when they were showing that scene? Do you think that was from the series earlier? I can't remember whether that scene was something we'd already seen before or whether that was something filmed new for this movie. I that was, was filmed new for this movie. That's what I thought. I was trying to determine the same thing, but Jesse looked older. Yeah, yeah. There were so many hairstyles for Jesse throughout this thing. Oh my gosh! Wigs really? on wigs on wigs, <laughs> shaven beards. Balds, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> I um, it's a great show. I do 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 at first because I didn't watch uh, rewatch any of the series before this, mm-hmm. and when it first came on, I, I realized like, oh, I probably should have because I had forgotten that Jesse was being kept in a hole in the ground and like chained up, bake, being forced to bake for the country boys. Um, but then I remembered it as we went and then through flashbacks and whatnot, I remembered things, which was, that was a fun discovery, you know, to like be on that journey of being like, oh yeah, I forgot about this. Right. Um, it was nice to be able to, to see Jesse's side of that thing. Cause we followed Walt through all of that process. Yeah. And then we just assumed things that would happen to Jesse. It was nice to actually see those actually play out. Yeah. I think the best part is the part with Todd. I've seen Todd in this kind of. He's oh God, such, yeah, Todd. He's, he's so was, creepy. So creepy. When, I remember because this is one thing I he loves. House the show music. When I first met him, <laughs> when I first met him, I'm like, oh, he seems like, and not in the movie, but in like the show itself, he seems like this kind of just like quiet dude who maybe like doesn't like belong in this group. And <laughs> just the more you see me, like, oh no, he's just a complete and utter sociopath. Yeah. And this just rang true in this but they're in his apartment and he's like oh oh yeah the dead body that's right he just yeah. doesn't he's like she found my money and like i guess i have to find a new place for the money now yeah. like that's your concern i had to like, kill her she <laughs> like someone. she thought she messed up and she showed me and 
Do you want I me to help you paint? Her. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe if we got time, help me move this dead body first, though. Yeah, yeah. I had to kill oh, her. She was want... a great housekeeper. <laughs> do you want some soup? <laughs> yeah. Oh, bean and bacon. And they just fucking drop the body off the building. They just that's how they get it down. Like I don't know. Todd, so it was it was nice seeing Todd again. It's kind of a character that I thought was unique in Breaking Bad. Yeah, and done really well. And I think I don't know the actor's name, but he's a really really good actor. He is a good I actor. Understand. He was in uh, Fargo. Yeah. Well, he was also in. Like I think it was the first episode of not this most recent season, but last season of Black Mirror. Yeah, he was. Oh, like, yeah. Yep. Where he like DNA'd people into a weird space thing. Um, yeah. And so he I was normal in that one, though. Only a breaking oh, bad weird sociopathic <laughs> like, character. Watching him in this movie was not only colored by him from the series, but also his character from <laughs> Black Mirror. Oh my gosh, I'm so unsettled. I am not settled <laughs> by this man. Um, I thought, so once the, when they went out into the desert, oh my gosh, and poor Jesse having to be in the back of the truck with that dead lady. Yeah. Um, when they were out in the desert and he found the gun and was going to shoot him, I thought the I, I thought Jesse did, I thought that was really good acting on, what's his real name? Aaron Paul. <laughs> yeah. On his part. I thought he did a really good job there. Um. I mean, he did great acting, I thought, through the whole thing, because, I mean, he's a good actor, but, you know. But you can just see that he was broken, and yeah. that, like, it broken to the point where he sees, like, oh, you're going to give me a cigarette while I'm trapped in this tiny hole, and that's an act of good faith. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I'm so grateful. Oh, we're yeah. going to get pizza after this. Oh, my God, thank I, you. I have to put the gun down. Yeah, so we can get pepperoni pizza. Yeah. Yeah, and he not was have wonderful. The kid Aaron killed. Paul, like like usual, I loved seeing him as Jesse again. Yeah, and then um, what happened after that? What was that? I thought it was. I didn't realize at first. Did you guys realize that those guys weren't cops that came to the apartment? No, I didn't realize they weren't cops. Not initially. As soon as he was on the ground and they pulled out the wire to tie him up, like that moment, I'm like, oh shit, they're not cops. Yeah, I caught yeah. it. I caught it just a little bit before that when they. When Jesse had the gun up to the one guy's head, and the other one was like, "You put a gun on me, I put a gun on you," and Jesse started to pull the gun down. I said, "I, I said out loud, they're not cops." <laughs> <laughs> I had suspicions when he was uh, when he peeks behind the mattress, mm. and Jesse has him at gunpoint from the very beginning, and I'm like, "He's reacting kind of weird for a cop." Yeah, but yeah, that was that was. What did you guys think of those of like the bad guy of the movie? The same guy from uh, Sweet D's show on Fox, the boyfriend from that. He's also on Righteous that's, Gemstones. That's what Got he's it. from. He just plays this gross, greasy guy every single thing. He's well, kind of so, the same character in all of them. At, well, at first, he, when they first showed him, he had like a he was very clean cut. He had a good haircut, no facial hair. And I said, I, I, I thought I know that voice. That voice is unmistakable. What's going on with his face? Who is this? Yeah, he's and then, Sweet D's boyfriend that walks around in whitey tidies all the yes. time on that show. But when then when they did the flashback and they showed him with the long hair and the long beard, like that's who that guy is. But I still didn't. I was like, but where do I know him from? I didn't remember that until right now when you said it. Yeah, Ugh. he's also on Righteous Gemstones as a very similar character as well. But is that show worth watching? I like. It. Yeah, I'm I'm warming up to it the more I watch. Cool. Yeah. Um, I liked him as a bad guy. The blonde one, I was like, nah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, what I about did, you guys? Didn't like them as villains. Not because of like them. I think they were fine. 
they would have been good villains like in early episodes of Breaking Bad, but it's kind of like ending Harry Potter with the Voldemort confrontation, and then and I haven't read Curse of the Child, so like forget that existed. I haven't either. I'm seeing it live and then, like, though. And then like there's an eighth like epilogue or something like that, and in that it's it's like about some like pesky kids that Harry's got to deal with at a park one day. Yeah, like, that's. This whole thing, I was struggling with in my head. I'm like, I feel like the stakes aren't as high for this at all. They were And then I'm thinking, but the, I mean, but around every corner, there was like, Jesse could almost die here. But then at the same time, it's like these villains were nothing. They were chump change compared to what they've been dealing with the last three or four seasons of Breaking Bad. Yeah, they went from Gus to like these neo-Nazi demented, like just monsters, basically. And then just some dudes who are like, yeah, we own a welding like a and welding we get, shop. And, and we like to get prostitutes. And we like yep. getting prostitutes and we want some money. Like, that's that's who they were. And there was that, like, shootout at the end. I'm like, okay, that was fine. I, I don't know. I like, did think it was... I had no doubt that he was going to make it. I had no doubt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't have any doubts he was going to make it, no matter what, because I, that was the point of the movie, I think. Yeah, there's uh, no way they were going to make a movie and be like, remember when we when he lived at the end? Well, we really <laughs> wanted to kill him but couldn't figure out how. So now here's two hours so about how he dies. Yep. <laughs> yep. So I mean, I knew that was going to happen and I and I wonder, I half wonder if that like knowing that colored anything for me uh and made things seem less significant than they were. I don't know. I still no, I don't think that they were proper villains in the vein of the Breaking Bad universe. Um, I mean, I know that you can't really, like, m- most of those villains were take- sorted sorted out uh, during, the, during the, sh- the series. And there's only so much you can do but w- as far as introducing a new villain into an already established world for a movie. Right. I know that. Yeah, introducing them, fleshing them out, and killing them all within two hours. Right. Especially when you... When that is like the only character or group of characters that you don't know, like you already know everybody else so deeply, um, it, it's it's harder to do, I think. Um, so I wasn't surprised that the villains weren't as significant or you know bad as as the ones from the show. I did kind of wish that they were maybe a little bit more. As well, I, I think what would work better with the villains is two things that I think would work better. One, if the villains, the villains were just the DEA and the cops going after Jesse, and that was the tension. Yeah, it would have been natural. Would have made sense. The other, and this would make less sense, but would have been more uh, impactful and made the stakes a little more. Is if they were part of that neo-Nazi group from season five who had like, the tattoos and everything, recognized the tattoos in their neck, and were like, "Oh, they want to get Jesse back because they know." that he escaped and they know that he can make the map for them. And yeah. they're connected to that story from season five. These guys are just like, oh, me- remember me from a flashback we're going to show you in this movie? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the stakes for who we are, like, it just didn't land at all. It definitely... And that kind of goes to the whole point of, like, was the movie worth it? It's like, we go through all these lanes of different things that are happening, and then we just end up at the same conclusion we had at the end of the series finale. Jesse escapes. I it's it's a similar conclusion in that Jesse escapes, but I think that there is more resolution. And um, when Jesse left at the end of the series, he was still very. Oh, my phone thought I said Siri. 
Um, <laughs> when he left at the end of the series, um, he was traumatized and on the run. And now, yeah, he's still on the run, but he's like but got a new name. He wasn't, he, so they could have left it. But I, I, so like at that point, Jesse had been kidnapped for, I mean, months and months and months. Yeah. I mean, he's there for a while. Yeah. He could have easily escaped and gotten out, and people would have just assumed he was dead. No one knew that he was at that facility besides the neo-Nazi group. Yeah. He totally could have gotten away. So like when he's and the series finale he's driving out of the of the facility and he crashes through those, you know, the barbed wire fence or whatever to get or the chain link fence to get out. That's how it ended with the story. And I'm like, cool, I get it. He escapes. Yeah. All I needed to know. He escapes. Yeah. And again, it's in the same way. Oh, okay. He had some odd stakes security, so I give a shit about, and he escapes. Yeah, it, it, the re- it, even like the resolutions with some of the characters, happened. I feel like didn't hit. Like the conversation he had with his parents, I feel like that resolution was nothing that we hadn't seen before. No, and then he yeah. went in and kind of. I mean, he didn't really fuck them over. He just took their guns. I thought at first, I thought he was going to take a ton of money from them. That's yeah. what I was too. Yeah, um, but I mean, even being able to tell them, "Hey, you did the best you could." Yeah. Like, that was that was. I feel like that's that what they lie. wanted us to be. The the <laughs> resolution for him it was like, but it wasn't. But it was a lie yeah. to get them out of the house. Yeah, like exactly. that's all yeah. that was. Like it wasn't. I don't know if well, it was true or not. It probably wasn't. He hated them. They hated him. I think. I think that he, that moment was genuine. I think. I think that that entire moment there of like it was initially trying to get them out of the house and then that worked and then I think he knew after that he was literally never going to see them again so he perhaps wanted a genuine moment with them so I think he meant that I I don't think that it was this huge emotional moment for me um I was also fine with where the show left him I thought the the ending of that series was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think we needed the movie. I did enjoy getting to watch it and be in that universe and see him get, finally. Well, I, I enjoyed uh, sort of watching him come to terms and with everything that had happened to him, as far as his um, capture and whatnot. Um, although they didn't even show a ton of that, but what they did show. I enjoyed, um, and then to watch him come out on the other side of that and and get away. And I, I did really like, and I know this is so cheesy, and I know like it's super cheesy, but the fact that in the beginning, when he was talking to Mike and saying things like, if you could get away, where would you go? And Mike said, Alaska. And then in the end, he ended up going to Alaska. I, yeah. I, I liked that. I thought that was, but see, that's something we wouldn't have gotten if the movie hadn't have happened, and I wouldn't. I was fine without it, you know, like it, I enjoyed it. Uh, I did not love it. Uh, I would have been fine without it, but I, I, I liked it, uh, just for face value, what it, what it was. Uh, it was, I, I, I told you, I'm just speaking, I, I agree. Like I wasn't, I didn't think I wasted my time. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm still like, Oh, okay. It's more breaking bad. I really can't be upset with more breaking bad. It felt like Breaking Bad. It had the tension of Breaking Bad. All that was there. So, like, it's not bad by by any means. Yeah. Um, my only one of the big criticisms I have, and you actually kind of mentioned it a second ago, there was me has the opening scene with Mike talking about Alaska. As soon as I heard that, I'm like, okay, that's the final scene. Yeah. He's obviously going to make it there. So the tension was kind of 
lost in a lot of those sequences. But I yeah. still were like, okay, I'm having fun with this. It's over. I feel like a lot of the information and like a lot of where the film, the movie was going was sort of hand fed to us. Which. Yeah, right? Which like. <laughs> kind of sucks in a way in that it's like oh well there's no not a lot of mystery right there's not a lot of at the end of the series we can be like we can imagine where we thought aaron paul went after that we can speculate about whether brian cranston really is dead turns out yes he is dead now yeah but like yeah it's just like no here are definitely all of the exact correct answers to go to the end of this movie yeah it 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 felt um I don't know why they made it, you know, I, I don't know if a lot of people were asking for it or if Vince Gilligan just wanted to write something in that universe again, or if he just wanted to make more money off of that <laughs> or if Jeff. I'm sure he made a lot of money off of this. Yeah. <laughs> sure Netflix made big money. Big money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know why it was made. Um, I really honestly wasn't expecting a ton from it. Um, so I wasn't really terribly upset by it. Um, Casey and I had been talking about it, uh, and he feels much the same way that you do, Holden. Um, and I think he was also perhaps expecting a bit more of it, more than what it gave. So he was more disappointed in it than I was because I was coming, not expecting it to be, uh, like fantastic. You know what I mean? So I think I'm I'm more like okay with it because I wasn't surprised by it. Like I just I, I don't know why I wasn't expecting much from it. Perhaps just like the idea of a uh, wrapping up the story for this one character just didn't impress me very much. I really don't know. Um so I'm more okay with it than like he was and perhaps I don't perhaps a little bit more than you are. Um, cause he expressed the same thing. Like, I don't know why this movie was made. It didn't need to be made, which I can see that. Cause I mean, it, we really didn't get much from it. No, I, it's not really a good comparison to this. <laughs> it's like making a epilogue to Inception that tells us if the top dropped or not. Yes. And I don't right, want exactly. to know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's better not knowing and being able to talk and speculate about it. Yeah. Like, I, it kind of makes the movie. Right. Oh, absolutely. And I so I don't want to know that. But if they made a movie about it, I'd watch it because oh, I would watch right, it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um So it's like, you know, one of those I'm trying to think of something to compare it to. We're like, I enjoyed it. It was good. But or maybe I think if you're a breaking bad fan, you're gonna enjoy it. You're gonna have fun with it. Definitely watch it. Yeah, um, because it's on Netflix, it's worth watching. If yeah. it was for pay at a theater, I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, I would say yeah. wait till it comes out. Definitely, but uh, you know, I enjoyed it. But at the, I could also just be like, I'd be f- just the same if I hadn't seen had it, it or if happened. it hadn't yeah. been made. Yeah, cool. I was hoping. So I mean, Luke, like, we're all pretty lukewarm. On this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He wasn't bad. It was fine. <laughs> it was more Breaking Bad with some of the characters. Good. And there yeah. was That's the boxes. <laughs> and the the Walter White cameo was fun. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm it was mm-hmm. fun, but more pointless than the movie. Yeah. Itself. Yeah, it was pretty pointless. But you can't at the end of the day, I guess you can't make a Breaking Bad universe film 
without Walt because he yeah. is Breaking Bad. Yeah. So it was fun seeing the trailer with all the gun hole shots in it with the duct tape was fun. Oh, the RV, yeah. Sorry, yeah, the RV. Um, my gosh, though, Skinny Pete or whatever his name was. Yep. He had he was doing drugs. He's got to be on drugs, right? Like in real life, <laughs> has to be. Like he oh, had God, to have that, been like vein coming all the way. Down. He was so skinny you could see the giant vein coming down that was almost as thick as his bicep. Oh my gosh! And like his vein was bigger than his arm. Yep. <laughs> he like I don't know if he he looked like he was on drugs during the series as well, and I don't know if that was characterization and makeup or what but like he's a method actor he smoked meth yeah yeah emphasis on meth a lot of it i mean he did 12 hours in a day and he was just fucking (laughs) seeing him in that i was like i looked at casey and i was like he he hasn't quit doing drugs he's still doing them in real life i was like so that was fun that's that's one of my favorite parts of the movie is when they, the guy comes over with the, uh, the mail detector thing to look at the El Camino. Mm. He's sitting crushing around. He goes, oh, no, the cops are on their way right now. And Jesse and Skinny Pete have that kind of back and forth where he gives him his hat. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was a really great experience. He's like, why are you doing all this? And he's like, you're my hero. Like, that was cool. Yeah. That was cool. That was the only thing where I'm like, I didn't know that yeah. about yep. their relationship. Yeah. It was the only thing I learned. I just got chills. I did really enjoy that part of it. Like seeing his friends like really take care of him and love him and be there for him. And potentially yeah. yeah. Wads. I think they gave him I was thousands almost of thousands ten of grand. He was eighteen, yeah. right? He was eighteen hundred shy of ten grand. Is what they yeah. gave they just had that shit in their yeah, pockets. Just had that in their pockets. <laughs> so clearly their characters are still but I mean this was like the next day. So obviously yeah. they were still in that world. Um that I did really. Uh, cool. Let's wrap it up because I got to pee. Yeah, I also I have to pee. So bad. Do you have to pee, Holden? Oh my God, me too. What about oh you, listeners? Do you wow. have to pee, all pee listeners? on stream together. We should, yeah, we should just take your computers <laughs> to the bathroom and pee together. Yeah, tweet at us, listeners. Hashtag have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Hugs and kisses. Hearts and sharts. Sharty farts. <laughs> <laughs>